Hey James, it's Jay from Jaywalk Tech. First of all, today's 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 podcast was I think one of my favorites of yours. Um, just touching on customer service because that's something that everybody has to deal with for the most part in their job in some aspect every day. One question I do have is how would you go about explaining how to deal with an unruly or aggravated customer on the line and how would you either a de-escalate that situation or two how would you handle that situation by maybe contacting your you know supervisor or something just trying to see you know trying to see what your opinion on that is all right take care all right so jay from jaywalk tech has called in and asked us what do you do with an unruly customer. Okay, so first of all, this is the intro for January 30th, and um, it is freezing outside. I'm sitting in my car waiting for it to warm up, and I figured, why not do an anchor cast while I'm waiting? So here I am with you guys. We're gonna answer Jay's question here in a minute. I wanna give him a quick shout out. Make sure that you go to Jaywalk tech on anchor so i believe his uh url is j anchor.fm slash jaywalk tech uh so check him out uh you can also swipe back and i believe you can click on him there and get to his channel so today today we're going to answer jay's question and i'll talk about that for a little bit but I'm got, man, I can't even talk right now. My mind is going like a million miles an hour. I've got to go home and I've got to set up my computer. Uh, I've moved it from my office at my parents because I don't live there and um, have to put it into my house, but I have to find out how to get it there. I got to set up a new router so that my wireless reaches my computer. Um, so that I'm not spending all of my time away from home when working on my website or my blog and that sort of stuff. So, uh, I'm probably not going to do a lot of segments today and, um, it'll just be some quick tips and we'll start with Jaywalk Tech's question and then, uh, we'll just see what comes up from there. So thank you guys. Make sure you hit that favorite button for future content and give me a call in if you have any questions or um, just to say hi if you want to. I'd love to hear from you. So see you guys in the next segment. All right, so that last segment would not let me put background music. I don't know what's going on with that, but uh, it just it wouldn't let me do it. So I closed my Anchor app, and um, now I'm back. So if you guys can't tell, I had coffee today and I feel jacked up, like for real. Um, I, don't, I don't know, my mind is just going crazy and uh, got, I don't, I think it's been a while since I've had coffee. And on top of that, I just went through like a sugar uh, cleanse. So yeah, it might be because I had sugar in it too. I don't know, but uh, either that or I'm just super excited to be here because I'm happy. Uh, to be doing this. I love doing this. Like this is going to be awesome. I can't wait uh, in it for the future of Smarter Business Force. I can't wait for the future of this Anchor Cast. 
I I just I just can't wait for the future of everything. It's awesome. So getting back to Jaywalk text question, he said, "How do you deal with an unruly customer? How what do you do when somebody calls in like and just is angry and mad and yelling profusely? Whatever you want to add in there, just think of the worst customer in the world that you could be thinking of." And then um, if you're an employee, we're going to talk about what to do. And if you're a manager, we're going to talk about what to do. All right. So if you are a business owner, I guess this is a bonus one because this is kind of like a third in between, which is if you're a small business owner trying to like plan, you've not had an unruly customer yet and you want to plan what to do with that customer before it happens. Well, I'll tell you what, a lot of unruly customers can be avoided by simply providing good customer service over the phone, beforehand, or through email, or however it is. If your customers ask a question, answer it ASAP. If you don't get to it within 24 hours, apologize and say, hey, sorry for getting back to your question uh, late, but I just wanted to answer it for you. And then to answer their question as quickly as possible. Um, I, I forget, I was doing some research, some market research, and oh, that's what it was. I was learning on HubSpot.com, their academy, and they had some statistics that said like, you lose a customer's attention if you wait longer than 10 minutes to get back with them, 10 minutes. And it's something like 70% less likely to do business with you if you make them wait longer than 10 minutes. So this goes along with what we were talking about yesterday uh, about making sure that you call them back right away. And, uh, I think this can also apply. I don't have any statistics for this, but I think this can also apply to customer satisfaction. I think that customers are way more likely to be satisfied if you're getting back with them in 10 minutes or less. And I would actually go as far to say five minutes or less, because honestly, the sooner you can get back to a customer, the better uh, their respect for you is going to be, the more they're going to value your business and the more they're going to want to buy from you. Because uh, think of yourself as a customer going to a company and how quickly you want that customer to respond to you. And if that, if that, or not customer, how quickly you want that business to respond to you as a customer. And if that business only took five minutes or less to get back with you, how good would that make you feel? You would feel a lot better than if they took an hour or a day or two days. And the longer it gets, you can feel yourself going, uh, yeah, are they ever going to get back with me? And you get more and more annoyed, which it can just take one person having a bad day to turn into an awful client, but it takes one 30-second phone call within five minutes or less to make a happy one. All right, going on to the next segment, and we'll answer this question a little further. Okay, so we talked about how to avoid a 
angry customer, but let's just say that you do one small little thing to just make their day the worst. And I don't care if you don't think it's small. Oh, wait. I don't care if you think it's small. Your customer, if they're angry, does not. So do not think that all right, this is, a, this is a little bit of a brain warper, I think, because it really takes a mindset change for you to really get this. Um, there's the old saying, the customer's always right. But let me tell you that most people think, no, the customer's not always right. Sometimes I'm right. Well, that is also correct. That is also right. That you oftentimes are right and the customer's wrong. But when you have an angry customer, that customer is right. So if you ever heard an older man giving you advice on how to deal with your wife and you've heard him say, she's always right. Yes, this is the same thing. So kind of think of it that way. I need you to get in the right mindset here to hear what I'm saying. The customer is always right. So therefore you need to do, and this is the second part of that. Therefore you need to do the best you can to make that customer happy. Whatever is in your power. So let's talk about this from the employee standpoint and then we'll do another segment and we'll talk about it from like a manager or from a owner standpoint. So if you are an employee and you get this phone call, maybe you work at Best Buy and a, a woman calls on the phone, let's say a man, because I don't want to offend anybody. You know what? Let's just say a dog named Spot calls in to your Best Buy and he is mad. He bought a TV and he threw it up in his doghouse and it doesn't work. And he says, why isn't this working? The power won't come on. And you say, well, sir, do you have power in your doghouse? And he goes, who is this? Who am I talking to? Who do you think you are? Well, you just you just made him mad. You just made him more mad than he already was when he called in because his TV wasn't working in his doghouse that doesn't have power. Well, guess what? It's still your obligation even though this, you know, dog named Spot is getting super mad at you and is calling you and yelling at you, barking at you pretty loudly. It is still your responsibility to help them the best you can. So a good way, here's your tip, a good way to calm the situation down and find out what's going on is to first apologize. Sir, I'm really sorry. I did not mean to offend you. I want to help you as best as I can. In what way can I help make this situation better? And then you do whatever that he asks you to do. If he says put a manager on the phone, 
You put a manager on the phone. If it's possible for in your power to do a refund or a discount, then tell him, sir, if you bring the TV in, we would love to give you a refund or replace the TV for you free of charge. In fact, speak with your manager and ask, but don't tell him yet. If he says, sure, I would love to do that. Speak with your manager and say, can we give this guy, offer this guy, either a complete swap out or a slightly better model, slightly better, where the company would only need to give in maybe 20 bucks, or not 20 bucks, like 20, 10%, we'll say. All right, this segment's almost done, but I want to continue this, so stay tuned. All right, so we were just talking about how a client, or sorry, how an employee could deal with an outraged customer. And I was telling you about doing whatever that they say after you, you say those magic words, what can I do to help you help make this situation better? Say just like that, what can I do to help make this situation better? And then if they say, I don't know, what can you do for me? Sometimes that'll happen. I want you to offer them a solution. So let's say it's it's the the dog spot calling in uh, to Best Buy, and I'm not affiliated with Best Buy, by the way. Um, I used to work there a while ago, so maybe that's why I use that as an example. The big box TV store. We'll just say it's that, not Best Buy, because I don't know if I can get in trouble for doing that. But anyway, let's say that. Uh, dog spot calls in to your big box store and uh, his TV's not working. So you say to him, well, I can offer you either a return uh, on the TV um, or we can swap it out for another, another model. And, um, or we can get you the same model. So you can get your money back, you can get the same model, or we can look to get you a comparable model. And if they agree to that, you need to go to your manager right away. And after you've set up a time for them to come into the store, I want you to make sure that you are going to be there or that your manager is going to be there when this person comes in. So you need to look at your work schedule and you need to tell them which days they're going to be in. And you say to them, I want to make sure that this gets taken care of properly, efficiently, and within good time frame. So my work, next couple work days are this. You can come in today while I'm here for the next couple hours, or you can come in on Wednesday, or I'm available on that Friday. Which day would you like to do? And you need to talk to them as calmly. Like, that was a little rough, because I was like, which way would you like to do? Like, no, don't talk. Be like, so any of those days, would they work for you? Um, I want to make sure that I'm here to help you. And then if he says, yes, that would be great, um, I can do Wednesday. Then you make sure you're there Wednesday. If you're sick, you make sure you go to work because you need to make it happen. And you need some good customer service. So go there. Make if Even if you go to work at, just to receive this dude's TV. And then... Call out, say, go, I got to go home. I don't, if you're sick as a dog and you got to do that, sure, do that, but be there for that TV. But then I want you to go to your manager after you've scheduled 
this time for this person to come in. And I want you to, like we were talking about, ask them, can I offer him a higher end model for the same price to exchange? And then get that approved by your manager. Explain to him why. Tell him this is an upset client. I would like to repair our relationship with him. And you have to know, as a manager, which we'll talk about here in a minute, that you have to be willing to give up some capital to repair relationships with unhappy customers. And we're going to talk about why that's important after we talk about how a manager can you know, deal with a unhappy client. So as an employee, you can only do what's within your power. Keep that in mind. Uh, but you need to make sure that you never, ever, I don't care who you are, what you, who you work for, tell the customer, I'm sorry, I cannot help you with that. Those words should never come out of your mouth. You say, I will do whatever I can to help you. And then if they demand something, I want my money back. I will get with my manager and we will make that happen. You bring it in, we will get your money back. Or if you know that your establishment only does gift cards, then tell them, usually our returns only get you a gift card. But I will talk to my manager and I will see if we can get you a cash refund. Do whatever it takes to make that customer happy. Whatever's within your power, if it's not within your power, you talk to your manager and you make it happen. All right, round two. Ding, ding. You think you are the manager now. So let's assume that the angry customer who has called in, the dog named Spot, um, who is from planet Venus, and they just call their race dogs um, as not to offend any animal lovers. <laughs> Honestly, I don't really care about offending people. I really don't, but uh, I do my best not to. I don't go around offending people, but people are going to get offended whether or not you try to offend them or not. So um, I once, this is a little side trail. I once had somebody say, uh, or I was listening to a speaker and he said, um, so taking offense is kind of silly. And, uh, and he said, you know, somebody looks at me and I say, uh, I like your black shirt, and he's like, "Well, I'm offended that you that you named it, called it a black shirt." And and I looked, and this is a comedian talking. And he says, "I looked at him, and I was like, so so what does that mean? What what does you being offended do?" And he was like, <laughs> "The guy responds to the comedian. He's like, I I I don't know. I don't, I'm I'm just offended." And he's like, "So what is offended?" Like, what does that do? What does that do for you, being offended? And the guy was just had no answer. Because it is, it's funny. You think about it. What do you do if you're offended? Like, that's... Okay. Like, I'm sorry you're offended. It, you, it does nothing. Being offended does absolutely nothing. It does nothing. It is simply a feeling of being hurt, I guess. And it has nothing to do with whether or not the person's intend intended on hurting you. It really doesn't. When people are offended, or they use that word most of the time, nobody tried to offend them. They just 
they're offended. It's like me saying, um, I am, I am neutral. Yeah, I'm neutral. What does that mean? Nothing. It means nothing. I can't do anything with it. Anyway, let's, rabbit trail. Let's go back to what do you do? You know, I'm going to start a new segment because I want to make sure I got time for this. And we're going to cover what to do if you're a manager. Anyway, so uh, the scenario here is uh, what do you do if the person calls and says, uh, I want to speak to your manager? Maybe they call and they just say it right away. Maybe they're like, who are you? They just curse you out or whatever and then tell you, let me speak to your manager. You're an incompetent fool. This is what you say. You say, I'm sorry, sir. Um, I did not mean to (laughs) offend you. (laughs) Okay, don't laugh at him. But just say, sorry, sir. I am sorry if I offended you. Uh, I will get my manager for you right away. All seriousness, you need to do that. Like, whatever it is, apologize. I don't care if it's your fault or not. Too many people think, I'm not apologizing to this dude. He wants me to apologize. If he asked you to kiss his feet, you kiss his feet. Apologize. Whatever you need to do. Do not make this any worse than it has to be. Pass it on to your manager, and then we're going to talk about what to do if you're a manager. Okay, I started that last segment with round two, but honestly, this is round two, uh, the manager side. All right, so if you're a manager and you get past the phone and you don't even know what the situation is, but you get on the phone and that client goes, listen, my TV's not working and you don't even, like, I can't stand your employees. You got the worst people on the phone. Uh, I want my money back. This, you should say... um, Sir, you need to calm down. And no, 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 I'm, I'm kidding. Do not say that ever. Um, don't say you need to calm down. Please calm down. Don't say, um, please do not speak to me that way. You can't say, don't speak to my about my employees that way. Nothing. You can't say any of that. You simply say to this person, you say, you, you just let them go. You listen and wait till they're done. You just let them ramble. Just sit there on the phone and listen. And then when they're done, you say, I'm really sorry, sir, that you are having a poor experience. Uh, my name is James, and I'm the manager here. I will do anything within my power to correct this situation. Um, how is it that we may help you? Well, you can help by firing that employee, say, sir, Thank you very much. I appreciate that feedback. Um, I will consider that or take that into consideration, whatever you say, because you're not really going to fire that employee over this one person. You're not going to. But you just let them know. I will take that into consideration. Uh, how can I help you with your issue? So now you are talking that, and you should, as the manager, have all the power that you need to help this person, whether that's Give them the TV for free if you have to. For real. Um, Find out how you can make that happen if you have to. Give them a huge discount. Say, listen, we will refund 40% of your money so that you have only spent 60% on the TV. Would that work for you? And then we will also replace it for free. 
So the TV doesn't work, they bring it in, you replace it, give them 40% off. Whatever they want, give them, make them a ham sandwich. For real. I don't, I don't care. But it's not that hard. It really is not that hard. You got to put your ego out the door. You got to set your ego right out the door when you come to work. And you got to leave it there, tied to the curb. And uh, tell it, good boy, it's going to bark at you. And then you walk into work. And guess what? Nobody can put you down. Nobody can offend you. And remember what we talked about in the last one. What good does being offended do? Why be offended at a person who's already offended and now you got two people who are offended for no darn reason? This isn't a personal thing. Don't take it personal. The person calling in is mad for reasons that are beyond you. And you're not the thing. It's Who knows? They could have had a family member die just the day before and then their TV's dead and they don't know what to do with their life. For real. I mean, they, they could be breaking down crying as every time you get off the phone. And the only response they know to do is to be mad or put on this angry face. And so you just calmly help them keep your tone soft and let them know what you can do for them and do everything you can to help them. Now, if you offer every single way to help this client and they refuse it, they want to complain to corporate, give them corporate's number, let them call, and then write up a report. Every place should have a way to write up a report and give your story and do that right away. So when you get off that phone, in fact, do this no matter what. If you're, you have your employee write up their report, you write up a report, and you send it to whoever that person's going to be talking to next. And you let them know the situation, what's going on, what you offered them, um, and then that person will probably look at that client and say, listen, my employees offered you everything that they are supposed to. They're doing their job. What more can we do for you? And then as CEO may be saying that, and they say, I don't know. I want a free TV. Well, if you're the CEO, they're asked for a free TV. Maybe you should give it. I don't know. Think about it. Thanks guys for listening. All right, so thank you guys for listening today. And don't forget that the employee's always right. And now you know what that means, um, that you're not actually admitting that they're right. But um, also n know that you have to leave your ego at the door. That's another thing we learned today. And uh, you have to get to the point where customer service doesn't bother you and if it does you shouldn't be in customer service uh, this is a skill that it takes to develop and it's one that I've worked on really hard over the years to make sure that uh, you know I don't piss anybody off uh, excuse my French if that offends somebody crickets anyway um, so thank you guys for listening to today's episodes. I probably won't be releasing any more segments today. Um, I might do a tech rec later because I'm realizing that I haven't done one today. So I'll probably have to do a tech rec, but I'll do that later tonight once I'm back on. And I was going to say something else, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, hopefully I covered everything for you guys. And 
you know, that's what it was. You have to kind of think about it this way. Uh, any client, you never know who it is, who they're related to, should be treated as if they're Bill Gates buying from your company. And you got to treat them, maybe you hate Bill Gates, whoever's your favorite, Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, uh, little old Mary across the street, your, your sweet neighbor that makes you cookies. Whatever makes you feel good, you need to treat your employees like that person, the most important person to you in your life. So think of it that way. And is it really worth staking your company's uh, reputation on one product, one customer? Is it really worth it? Because making, I'm telling you, if you can convert that unhappy customer, they will be an even bigger fan for you than somebody that is always satisfied with your client. Because they will go to people and they say, you know what? Those guys over there at that big box store, they're actually all right dudes. And uh, I was really mad and I called up and I was like yelling at them. But they ended up replacing my TV for free. And, you know, I can't say anything bad about them. They just got a great team over there. I was ignorant to them and they still treated me like a king. So if it gets all the way up and you're the CEO or you're a high-level manager and they don't want to take your offer, then some people you can't make happy. But 90% of the time, 90, 99% of the time, you're going to be able to make that employee happy by doing something that's within your power. And if you can't do something within the company's power, then you can't help them at all, and they're just going to have a bad day. And you're going to have to let that one go. And you can't take offense, and you can't worry about it. But 99% of the time, 98% of the time at least, you should be able to get high customer satisfaction and turn any bad experience into at least one where you help them and they can't say anything bad about you. So that's the goal. Leave them with nothing bad to say about you unless it's all on them. And if you've done your job at the end of the day, you stayed calm, you didn't let them get to you, you didn't hang up on them, and you did everything you could to help them, then you can pat yourself on the back and walk away. Walk away. So thank you guys. I got my smarterbusinessforce.com up and running for the most part. I think it's 80% done. So if you guys want to head over there, check it out. Uh, click on my buttons to join the community. Uh, you can also become a patron there if you're interested in that. Um, I'm going to be leaving some blog posts on how to use my community, like the Discord server, the Facebook group, all that. I want to kind of teach you guys what to do with each one of those because I have specific reasons for those. Um, but we'll be doing that later. Keep in touch for my blog in the future. Bookmark my site and um, and sign up for my email list. So thank you guys so much for joining me today. And I will see you in the next segment. Maybe tomorrow. Hey, everyone. So I have a minute and I'm going to do today's tech record of the day. I usually do this in the middle of the day, but we're going to go ahead and do it right now and uh, the piece of tech that I recommend is the Kindle not the Kindle Fire it needs to be 
an actual like Kindle paper. And the reason that I prefer that is the over the fire and why I'm saying not the fire is because honestly, I've never heard anybody that long term is satisfied with their fire. But I have had my Kindle for like two years now, love it. Uh, have always wanted one before then. I'm a huge book reader. And if you're involved in business, whether that's you wanna be a better employee or you wanna be a better manager or better in sales or better CEO, whatever it is, books are the way to go. And you can find anything in a book. You can learn anything in a book. So I recommend that if you're not reading, go start with uh, a Kindle. Go download the Kindle app or even better, download the all, what is that? Um, I don't listen to this much. It's the audio version, Amazon's audio, Audible. That's what it's called. You can get Audible too, so we'll throw that in there. Another piece of tech that is just absolutely worth it. If you don't like reading, I highly recommend that you spend the little bit of money it takes to buy a book in audio form rather than in hard copy. Again, totally worth it if you don't like reading. I love reading and I love my Kindle. I can store all of my books in one place. I can take it anywhere I want um, and still have all of my books. So if I go on vacation and I'm packing light, you know, maybe it's just carry on on a plane. All I have to do is bring my Kindle and I have all my books right there. Don't have to worry about bringing one or deciding which one or bringing multiple ones. So that's the tech wreck of the day. Thank you guys for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and uh, we'll see you tomorrow.